Hi, and welcome to Wellness with Lana. I'm Lana, your realistic wellness bestie, here to discuss everything from nutrition and fitness to mental health and fun. Join me every weekend for an episode that's entertaining, educational, and can help you become the best version of yourself. Hello, today we have guest speakers Anne Catherine and Caroline Conine. They're from the podcast Girls with Goals, and they also have both independent Instagram and TikToks along with for their podcast. These twin sisters know a lot about health, wellness, and being a content creator in this space. So I decided to have a discussion about the reality of being a social media influencer in this space, some of the pros and cons, some negatives, how they grew, and more. I hope you love this episode and learn a lot. Yeah. Um, Why don't you, I'm really excited to, I guess, have you on, um, as I previously mentioned, and just wanted you guys to introduce yourselves and kind of what you do and just like a brief nutshell of who you guys are. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I'm Caroline. And I'm Ann Captain. And we are twins. We are 19, almost 20. We currently live in New Hampshire, go to school in Boston, but have lived a bit internationally throughout our lives. We lived in Hong Kong for a bit growing up and we spent last semester of school in Singapore. So we're like East Coast US, but also have a bit of international experience. And we are both content creators in the health and wellness space and mainly host our podcast, Girls with Goals. So that is how we got connected with Ilana and we're excited to come on her show and talk to you guys. Awesome. So um, I generally start off like podcast, something similar to like a high and low, but it's something mm-hmm. with like something I'm grateful for and something I'm not so grateful for. So um, do you guys have some like kind of a high and a low? Mm-hmm. What about you? You go first. Not okay. <laughs> well, I was just thinking I was just at the beach earlier. And so I'm very grateful that I live so close to the beach that I can just kind of go and chill for an hour and just be outside and connect and it's very accessible and easy so I'm definitely feeling very grateful for that do you have a not grateful and a not grateful okay um uh I'm not grateful for not being able to sleep very well I keep waking up in the middle of the night that's what she I did I was up at I was like leaving the house at six this morning and she was just downstairs I've been up since like five because I just couldn't I just couldn't sleep some days it just Sometimes, gets yeah that happens to me like it's I just so wake annoying. up at three and I'm just like well what am I supposed to do for the and, next few hours I know and sometimes I just get up because I'm like I can't deal with this I'm not gonna fall back asleep so mm-hmm. that's my ungrateful that you can't just like choose when you want to sleep <laughs> and wake up <laughs> that'd be nice um my grateful is kind of similar being by the beach I feel or in the summer, especially now, I'm very grateful to get to spend a lot of time outside and feel very energized by like the sun, the ocean, because we do live in a little like beachy coastal town when we're at home. So that has been very fun. And I'm increasingly grateful for that, you know, getting older and realizing how cool it is that like this is our hometown. And not so grateful would be being home for the summer and being like away from our friends and a lot of you know like social social networks has been difficult so that's what I've been not so grateful for but it's all good yeah yeah I mean for me I'm kind of um grateful for like where I live 
um, in Minnesota up north. It is so beautiful. And we're going up there, up at our cabin for a bit. And I'm just so excited to just like be in nature and there's no cell service. So I really can't like be on my phone. Yeah. Um, and it's, it's just the most beautiful place on earth, in my opinion, a little bit biased, yeah. but um, and then something I'm not grateful for is like, yeah, I feel like I've been having trouble sleeping. That's like, I just like wake up at random times and it's hard for me to go to sleep. And then I'm like exhausted during the day. So I'm just like, oh my gosh. But yeah. <laughs> no, it'll throw, it'll throw up everything. And then if you have to try and get back on it, you're like, I think I went to sleep at a solid nine o'clock last night and woke up at six or something. Yeah. It's like, once you get in the routine of things, it's better. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, but I off last weekend. So I was like, exhausted yes mm -hmm. yeah. I feel like fourth of July threw me off because yeah. like, your fireworks <laughs> yeah till like midnight or one and I'm just like yeah even Great. if you're not out the fireworks just keep you up yeah anyway but I just wanted to talk about kind of the reality of a social media influencer in the health and wellness space because I feel like there's a lot of pressure and just weirdness and kind of like going into it and like what you're what your friends say so how did you guys like decide to get into social media um we've both been very I'm hesitant to use the word creative and I know that's like an imposter syndrome thing mm -hmm. um but growing up I mean we're twins and we've we've been like together we're the only children mm -hmm. besides each other so whenever we would go on like family vacations or little trips like Caroline said we grew up internationally and we did get to mm -hmm. travel quite a yes. bit and we were always like taking pictures and making little videos with each other um of that they didn't go anywhere but it was still it was just like a fun thing that we were both interested in and like very passionate about at the time and you know continuing even with a personal Instagram I always took pride in like taking cool pictures and using it as kind of a personal like documentation for myself mm -hmm. I love looking back at my my old Instagram and even now and it's just like a reminder of the things I've done and the people I've hung out with mm -hmm. um and I've always kind of seen it like that but then we both you know grew more of a passion for like content creation and wanted to find something to apply it to like a bigger purpose mm -hmm. and I think we both kind of found that individually within the health and fitness space um moving back to the U.S. after living internationally it was kind of difficult to completely settle in and I think mm -hmm. we both found a little bit of support through that in like through like the through gym, fitness through and personal general. fitness yeah. mm -hmm. um and then so eventually combining combining the two and using social media as a platform to inspire that in other people and you can talk about your experience as well. Yeah, well, I I mean, like Anthony said, I feel like I'd always seen myself like able to be in like a content creation space, but I didn't really have that purpose with it. And I've never really wanted to be someone like kind of, I've never really wanted to be like superficial, I guess, with my social media. Yeah. And so it's just not something that I like actively pursued before. And then when I really like found my own um, personal health and fitness and how much that helped me through harder times like through high school with friends having moved and stuff then I knew I really wanted to apply that and I was like telling you Catherine I was like when we go to college I want to start posting about health and fitness and then COVID hit and we left school and she was like well why don't you just like fuck it and start now and 
so then I just I started posting then and it was like just right on my regular Instagram and so at first people were like very confused because I was just a regular Instagram and then I like start posting all like this different health and fitness content and stuff and like I would be lying to say that everyone was nice like you know it's Mm -hmm. it really sucks that anytime somebody ventures out to do something a little different or put themselves out there or pursue a passion it's not cool until you're successful yeah it really sucks and so people were not that great I was unfollowed and hate commented commented all this stuff by like so many people who some people who were my friends at some point some people who I didn't even like care and like know about it all just kind of like felt like they had a voice to it but that was very difficult at first but at the same time it kind of fueled me where I was like okay well I've already gotten all of the hate I've already been hurt kind of from Mm -hmm. this so like I can't give up on myself now I have to like see this through and follow through because I didn't go through that to now not be successful with it right so I guess at the end of the day it did kind of fuel me continuing to take it seriously and then that was right before going into our freshman year of college and so then grew a bit over the summer hit like 10k on Instagram like right during the beginning of my freshman year and then have just been able to see really steady growth as I've consistently like evolved my content as we've started the podcast as we have um or as I've just like continued to create content, connect with an audience, I have built to about 60k on Instagram now. So it's been like a a consistent growth for the past couple of years. Yeah, so you mentioned a little bit about like your content changing. So how did it like change as you evolved and like figured out what people want and like what you like to post? I mean, I think it's ever changing, you know, even if as a consumer on social media, right now, the if you're in the like, health, wellness, fitness space, the type of content that is like so saturated on TikTok or Instagram today, two months ago, wasn't really the the trend. And then a year ago, wasn't at all. And so I think with everything, like there's natural progression and natural evolution of what is the norm or kind of the, the structure of the content that you're producing, but also getting more comfortable in what you're talking about, what you're posting and kind of having more of a solid foundation with that strengthens the quality and the type of content that you're Mm -hmm. posting. And so I think, again, that's a personal natural evolution and that definitely comes with time. And because even both of us, if you look back like a year ago, what we were posting is so different from today, even though it has the same energy and same values to it. And then in two years, I'm sure we'll look back at right now and be like, what was I doing that or you know be like that's Mm. crazy how much it's changed so I think it all comes supernaturally but the biggest shift I think was applying a purpose to the passion and combining the two so again the passion just being like content creation in general and creativity in that sense and using social media as a platform and then the purpose is you know inspiring other young girls and women and you know teaching healthy lifestyles and from a education standpoint yeah I think there's a lot of pressure on social media to know exactly what you want to say at all times and for that to like never be able to change right because it's like once you put something out there and it's like that's your opinion that's your purpose it's like kind of that's what's expected of you but I think that um my content and my purpose has evolved just as I have when I started posting I was 17 now I'm 19 almost 20 so it's been 
like a couple years and I've changed so much throughout that. And I think also just being immersed in the health and fitness side of social media, I saw so many gaps, so many things that I didn't think were right. So many people who were doing like all the same things as each other. And I wanted to do something different and I wanted to have a different purpose for that. And I saw a big gap between like confidence and body image content and then like your health and fitness content. Whereas for me, I felt so much like those two things should go hand in hand because Mm -hmm. I saw so many people who are like in the fitness space, make it seem like fitness is all or nothing, or they share fitness and it makes it look like that's their entire Mm -hmm. lives. And for some people, it is their entire lives. Not everybody like has a good balance. And I just didn't really like that people were either fitness or either lifestyle or either confidence and body image. And I was like, all of those things should be able to kind of come together in one. So then I really, um, you know, started getting little by little, like more vulnerable with my content, more open and trying to bridge the gap between all of those things to kind of create that different space on social media that I felt like other people weren't creating as much. Yeah. And that definitely just goes back to, again, learning yourself and your position, your stance in the type of content you're creating, what you're talking about. And then like Caroline said, she got more vulnerable and that kind of created her her own little niche because you're able to actually, you know, create consistency and depth in what you're posting. And that becomes, that comes naturally with you getting comfortable with posting on social media in general. Yeah. And with yourself as well. Yeah. Sure. yeah like that really like relates because I feel like it's always like one it's like extremes like one or the other yeah. you pick like mental health or you pick fitness but you can't have both and exactly. for me like I was even talking to my dad the other day I'm like like right now I'm trying to heal like mentally and physically like I'm trying to get better in both ways yeah. so like you can't just like for me they're together it's not just like oh I'm gonna right. like achieve what I want physically and then the mental health will follow it's kind of hand in hand Yeah. And I think that by sharing both of those things and showing them hand in hand, you're also allowed to then share more of your progress with those things. Because I feel Mm -hmm. like if somebody is just posting workouts, then it's kind of like there's, that's great and it's helpful, but it's so repetitive and monotonous and there's not that much depth to it and you don't depth to it and you don't really see that person's journey. Whereas if you're being open about your physical and mental health together, then people can kind of feel like they're going through that growth with you. And you're also allowed to like, change your stance and your opinion on things at times instead of I feel like if you just do the same thing over and over again then it's like that's what's Mm -hmm. expected of you and so then if your mindset does change around something if your approach to fitness does change then you might be more scared to like share that whereas if you kind of like you're saying that you do keep it open with your physical and mental health from the beginning you're also allowed to involve as yourself and I think that really helps with um your own identity because it is hard posting on social media separating like your online identity Mm -hmm. with your personal identity yeah when every post you kind of have to say how you're feeling what you're doing and you have to kind of put that into words and it's like how much do I want to share how do I want to present myself and it, it it does become kind of hard sometimes to separate or create those boundaries or figure Mm -hmm. out like how you actually feel about yourself and who you feel like you are versus like the part of your life that you put on social media yeah and I'd like the phrasing part of your life that you put on social media because that's such a hard 
thing, you know, the deeper you get into it and the more, especially in a health and wellness kind of more vulnerable space, if you're just a content creator or you're a lifestyle creator, you know, completely different niches have different requirements, I guess, for how much you're sharing or how much of your real true self you're putting out there as kind of like a public persona. And when you are on social media and it becomes your life or your social media is like your life wholeheartedly. And that's the stuff that you're sharing. It becomes difficult to kind of set those boundaries because you may not want to, like I could be comfortable and okay with sharing everything that I do, especially on the podcast, talking about everything that I feel or that anything I'm going through. Um, But then if you get too deep into that, you're like, oh my God, where where do I end and social media starts? Where does social media end? And I start and it just, it gets a little murky. So I think again, as you get deeper into it and figure it out and it's all like trial and error and it continues to be trial and error, no matter how far into this career you are, but you kind of figure out or learn to figure out your own personal boundaries and kind of what, what you may want to keep offline. And that's, it's okay to keep things offline. Yeah. But it is difficult to get to that point. Yeah. So you kind of mentioned like um, social media and real life kind of collide. And a lot of times that happens because of like friends and family and even like people from like college, like they're like, oh, I I listened to you or like I saw you on Instagram. And then like, how do you respond to that? And have you had any like negativity surrounding that? Um, I think the, the most negativity was from like people from our high school when we were just getting started and it wasn't seen as successful and it was you know in that beginning stages when people are just gonna be judgmental and they're gonna be judgy and mean when they're uncomfortable with somebody else Mm -hmm. trying something new but I think especially since going to college for the most part people are very supportive I think sometimes other people don't know how to act or what to say as well because it's Mm -hmm. something like a lot of people don't understand like what the actual job is or what you actually do or Mm -hmm. they just um it's like just no one Mm -hmm. maybe really knows how to act about it but for the most part people are very supportive and then every once in a while maybe someone will say something that feels a bit uncomfortable but I don't think it's ever like actually out of cruelty I think Mm -hmm. that if that if something ever rubs me the wrong way I feel like it's more so just because that person like just doesn't understand the full picture or doesn't really know what to say you know yeah I think a lot of it comes down to like miscommunication I was talking to someone the other day that I like was on the beach when I was at the beach and we ran into each other and I haven't seen them since like high school we played a sport together type of thing like we don't quite know each other but obviously we like follow each other on Instagram so they know that this is like a thing now and it was like kind of an awkward conversation. It wasn't really, but like in my head, it was a little awkward because we don't actually know each other, but like they know that I mm-hmm. did all like did this yesterday or like that this is that like the, I have a podcast now and they maybe don't follow me enough to know that how established or how like big it is. So then it just becomes kind of a miscommunication and it's just like maybe awkward, but I don't think there's any negativity anymore or any negativity is just like random no name hate comments on the internet type of thing yeah yeah that's like for me that's like kind of a problem where like I started it when I was in high school and like people were like 
what are you doing? Like, don't, don't post that. Don't talk about it. And that led me to like make really superficial content for a bit before I'm like, you know, I don't really care what you say anymore because I'm graduating and I'm gone. So like, you can't, you can't, I guess, attack me. What it is. (laughs) But I mean, that is the, the learning curve the like you put yourself out there and then you kind of retract and then you're like you know what fuck it no like we're I'm going back like this is okay and I mean that just that's a whole part of your journey and now you know that that's what you want to do and that you're like that's what you should be doing Mm -hmm. and you're not going to go back to making that superficial content anymore yeah I, I think unfortunately like anybody who is successful in anything especially something that is different whether they're like an entrepreneur or mm-hmm. like a singer or an act like an actor or something creative like unfortunately I don't think you'll talk to one person who's successful in that field yeah. who says that people didn't doubt them or make fun mm-hmm. of them and stuff because it, it's just this strange thing when somebody believes in their believes in themselves to try something I think it makes other people like uncomfortable and it's this like weird ego thing yeah because it's so interesting to see how the same things that are seen as like try hard and lame and mm-hmm. like weird and that people will make fun of the second they become successful then flip to be like the coolest things yeah. ever right like the people who are in drama club and high school and stuff like will get picked on but then it's like the famous actors and actresses that everyone admires so mm-hmm. once they flip that switch to become successful then they go from like zero to a hundred so it's like why can't people have more open eyes from the beginning you know but Mm -hmm. yeah I love the I always use the like drama to like people always make fun of the I mean at least in like a stereotypical American public high school like we went to um it's just not like it's just not cool thing then it becomes the coolest thing when somebody but then when someone is a successful actor actress then it's the coolest thing ever and it's kind of those those extremes and I mean I don't know I'm always love the extremes like why would you stay in the middle if you could have the extremes and like but I think it's crazy like same thing with singers if some everyone wants to be like a Miley Cyrus but when mm-hmm. you know what I mean or but yeah it, it's like whoever. embarrassing when you try but then it's when you try but it's when, the you try, but it's when cool. you're successful yeah. yeah it's crazy how how people think that way but but it's so true when it happens every single day it's crazy yeah so what are some like positives like there's obviously pros and cons for this some like good positives and negatives being in this space at least from your experience Mm -hmm. yeah I think that I mean obviously I think the biggest positive is being able to feel like you're having a big impact to hear from people who said like maybe just you in general have really helped me or like wow this piece of content like changed my perspective on something Mm -hmm. forever this like to know that all of the work you are doing does directly have an impact on other people and that you you have the ability even when some days it feels hard and some days it's kind of scary like you have the ability to create a community and to create change even if it's Mm -hmm. in your own small space yeah I mean that's definitely the biggest piece especially with the podcast um too to be able to connect with a lot of people and like on a deeper level I know the podcast is like kind of one way but we then talk to people over dms or you know we've seen people out and we've like gotten to meet people and talk to them and or have conversations over dm and it's just like it feels so rewarding and just motivating 
in that sense. And it just, I don't know, that's my favorite part of it as well as I enjoy taking pictures and I enjoy like editing videos and even editing the podcast and, you know, having a place to put all my thoughts. Mm-hmm. I think it's also sometimes um, like work that you can feel really proud of as well. Like when you create something, a video, or you write something, or you you speak on something that um, you can feel really proud of because it is a very personal thing. And I think the fact that it's so personal can go both ways. It can make you feel so proud of something you created. It can make you so excited when people respond well to it. But then at the same time, it's hard not to take it personally when something doesn't perform well or when there is a negative comment or when things aren't on the up, right? It it can go that other way as well. Whereas like, it's so personal that every single reaction to it, it's hard not to take so personal. Oh, for sure. So that can be a pro and it can also be a con. Yeah. And I mean, it's crazy because you can be I could get a mess, like an an actual message from someone saying how much a piece of content or the podcast or whatever I posted changed the way they think or helped them in some way. And then that's like insane. And I love that. And I love that they were able and comfortable and like wanted to share that with me. And that's like a real true connection and impact. And then that all just like goes to shit. The second some like no profile picture, zero follower comment something like nasty and it's just mm, it's wild so the, the like that side definitely you learn to just like not look at the negative stuff and only look at the positive stuff and if you do then the pros so outweigh the cons yeah so because like I've noticed that like you like even on me like you've made an impact and like it kind of just inspired me to like create a podcast it's been in my head but then I'm like yeah. I should actually do it um yeah. And like, it doesn't need to be perfect. Like I, can be, I can be a beginner for a while and no one's going to care. Um, but in, then again, like you do get like negative comments where people are like, what are you doing? Or like, they like comment, like, especially the weird profiles that comment really mm-hmm. weird right. stuff. Right. So I'm just like, well, I'm just gonna, like a lot of times I just delete it or like block them. Cause I'm like, exactly. I don't want other people to look at it and then like yeah. get like angry too. So yeah. Yeah, I know. I, I just delete them because I'm like, I don't want people piggybacking off of it, you know, but yeah, if it does happen. But honestly, I think the more that you become comfortable in what you're posting and the more that you build a community that understands you, the less that that happens. It mm-hmm. really does not happen very often, which I'm very grateful for. Yeah, I, th- I like the community, um, you know, point about that, because I think the only times that hate comments ever really come up is when something goes viral or like, hits a a niche or an audience that isn't used to you used to you or who you're trying to reach um but if it stays within your community and the people who are wanting to see your content and like opting into that whether they follow you or like tiktok push your video to them because it knows that they're gonna like the content that's when you know comments and interactions are supportive and positive because you're like in a little bubble of people who are happy to see your stuff and you're happy to have them see your stuff but then sometimes the hate comments come when you're outside of that bubble where you don't want people seeing like I don't want some random old man seeing my content like when it's meant for girls my age who are in similar situations you know what I mean because once you're outside of that community then it's just there's a whole lot of negativity social media is wild and once you get into that space then it's like 
it's so weird because people have no filter and it it just like I don't know I hate it I think it's insane but if you stay within your community and you're building that community and the stronger it gets the the less those hate comments can kind of invade it so you guys kind of mentioned like building a community so what are some what is some advice for like someone like me or someone else who wants to be in the health and wellness space and like show like workouts and healthy recipes and like mental health stuff so what would be like what would be some advice to grow in a similar niche um, or the same niche? Um, I think that definitely letting people or having people get to know you. I think that mm-hmm. social media is very saturated these days, no matter what niche it is. There's just like a lot of people mm-hmm. and you remember the people who share things about their life or share or get a little bit more vulnerable or say something that really sticks with you and then and you like remember certain things about them so as much as you can uh, as much as you can try to take it past the surface level and have people really get to know you some of the little things in your life um Mm -hmm. so that they're like really following you and just making connections with people yeah it's it's those connections whether it be like through the screen maybe something they picked up on or maybe you had a conversation in your messages or whatever it is though individual connections are what build up to have a, a community and a strong community yeah. and it, it is like one person at a time exactly and it will grow eventually and I think having having a purpose and a passion for it you know having something worth having a community about is the only way to like build a community Okay. So you guys like mentioned like building a community, but how do you also balance like, and how do you balance now, like capturing things for social media and like capturing, like, I don't know, like your breakfast, but then also like not like being on it and not letting it like consume your life and having a social life and like actually being able to like enjoy, you know, everything that you've done. Yeah. I think I have pretty clear bounds in my head about like what my content is and what it's not I think that in times in the past I've tried to like make my content like everything about my life and then I was like kind of just capturing every piece of it but now it's much more like thought through what I actually post like I I try to plan ahead and stuff like the concept of my reels and my posts and then I get the good quality content the good quality content that I need for that and then I just don't for other things and I think you make better content that way as well if you're intentional about what you're actually capturing um and then it I don't know I I think I have become pretty good Mm -hmm. at like shutting it off when I don't want it and I set pretty like clear boundaries with myself you learn your boundaries and you learn your limits and you learn like when is a good opportunity to take a picture or what's kind of worth your your time and what isn't in that sense and I think again that just comes with getting more comfortable and you yeah. know it's part of the learning curve of it all yeah and and often I'll like take a picture and I'll then I'll just put my phone back away I won't like stay on and then post it then and then if I'm when I'm like home in a couple hours then I'll put it up on like a story or something and so that's really helpful as well to like you know take a picture in the moment but then don't like you don't have to like post it right in that moment you know you can mm-hmm. then go back to living and then kind of in a couple hours when you have a free moment do it um But yeah, I think the biggest thing is just like, it's hard because it's something that 
like isn't like a nine to five like it doesn't just shut off right you can always be doing something responding to a comment taking a picture posting something but just like understanding that it is just out of respect and love for yourself to like have those boundaries and not let it consume you completely yeah so um what does like the future look like for your guys's accounts for the podcast for I guess everything loaded question I feel like we're both very much like if we think if we like have an idea it's gonna get done it's like gonna happen if we want to do something it it will happen so we have so many plans um for like years and years out but I think the biggest focus right now is to just you know grow the podcast grow and establish ourselves within this community and you know have a strong foundation so we can you know do more like events and connect with more people in person and build that out and Yeah, I think definitely a big growth phase in terms of like the numbers and the size of the community, but then as well as in what we're doing, like with the podcast, we really want to be able to do different live events. We want to come out with um, like some sort of apparel. We want to um, like add different sort of mini episodes and expand what it is we even create with the podcast as well. So um, growth in terms of people and community, but also growth in terms of building the brand out to include more than Mm -hmm. just the social media content okay so why don't we do you have any like last comments last advice last anything that you would want I think that my advice for anyone listening whether it's like about social media or anything else you're going after is to literally just do it and don't look back the worst thing that could ever happen with something is that it it doesn't eventually work and you pivot and you learn something and you go another way. But I think nothing bad can come from like finding the confidence and the trust in yourself to go after something and at least try it. And for the most part, if you do something and you stay consistent with it and you follow through, it's going to work for you. Mm -hmm. The reason that things don't work for a lot of people is because they don't actually have the trust in themselves and they don't stick it out long enough and they don't go through enough trial and error to figure it out before they actually get to the result that they want. Yeah, I think once you accept failing, you can't really fail anymore Mm -hmm. because once you're okay with failing, then failures don't really become like actual failures. They just become little lessons or points of improvement or points of change. And I think that's when it becomes not only fun, but it becomes real with whatever you're doing or trying to do. Sounds good, but I'm going to wrap it up, but how would anyone want to find you? Like, what is your Instagram, your TikTok, the pod, of course. Uh, So my Instagram and TikTok are both my name, Caroline Kinnean, and mine are my name and Catherine Kinnean on both Instagram and TikTok. And the podcast is Girls With Goals podcast on Instagram and TikTok. Those are both at girls with goals pod yes and then obviously you can listen to the podcast spotify apple anywhere else pretty much that you listen to podcasts we are on there girls yeah. with goals thank you so okay. much for having us yeah i really appreciate yeah, it yeah i'll definitely link all of that down below so anyone listening they can find you but thanks for coming on i really appreciate it and i think i learned a lot and i anyone who is listening i bet learned a ton from you guys so thank you, thank you. I hope you loved this episode. I sure learned a lot from Anne Catherine and Caroline, and you probably did as well. 
Please like and follow and share this podcast and also follow me on Instagram and TikTok at Wellness with Lana. Be sure to also follow Anne Catherine and Caroline and listen to their podcast, Girls with Goals. Thank you so much for listening and I'll see you next week. Bye-bye.